This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. This is another episode of Straight from the Net. And it's Danielle. And it's Jamie. And this is a podcast because Danielle always says straight from the net, the podcast. And oh. she didn't say it. So I'm letting you all know this is a podcast. Oh my God. How many times were you like, people will know what it is. <laughs> I know, but I was just doing it to fuck with you. People just will know what it is, Danielle. <laughs> you don't need to be telling what um, it is. You'll have so. to excuse us today, January 5th, okay. 2020. Woo. I, I, said, <laughs> I said the date. <laughs> I know. It, okay. <laughs> we are hurting today. It is so bad. Over. It's so bad. So we have a, well, I live real close to um, a, cal- a college town, University of Delaware College Town. U of D. Um, yeah. and It's it, the biggest party school in the country. And now we know one? why. Yes. No shit. I thought it was like no. where Tyler went before. No, it is oh. ranked number one party school Fuck. in the country like three years in a row i guess and now we know why well i i'm still a little under the weather like i just don't feel very good so we go out to deer park last night deer park is old it has been around forever it right. is it's historic. a historical landmark mm-hmm. i think edgar Allan poe wrote a fucking poem there or something did I he think, i think it's like super famous for something like that jay do you want to check in on that for us or jay checker jay probably thinks we don't even love him or love him anymore there's no fact checking love happening i i think um, he was just relieved to have a break he probably was because we really did nail he's pretty like, good in that one episode. he's like bitch these bitches don't know fucking shit they're talking about Oh my god, I have. So, oh my god, I forgot my notes upstairs. <laughs> I had notes that because there was a couple things we have to like talk about on reconciliation corner. <laughs> so we'll get to that in a minute. But anywho, so I digress. So we went to what was supposed to be '90s night. Uh, there was a band coming and they played '90s music. Oh my god! And Jamie said, and "Well, and so we figured, okay, the kids are actually out on winter break right now, so we didn't think it would be super kid like. It wasn't." It was very college people super kid. And they are the tiniest people I've ever seen in my life. Why don't they make tall boys anymore? Why are they so short? And they why, are is so everything, short. why is everything so tight? I don't know. Like, all their t-shirts and jeans were super tight. Back in our day, in the 90s, the boys wore baggy pants and they kind of sagged them with their fucking boxers sticking out the top. And fucking cross <laughs> colors. like in a Tupac video right now? You know what? That was that. my 90s. That was your 90s? And I was so excited because I was like, ooh, 90s. They're going to play all this music that I love so much. And you were like thinking they're going to have like Bobby Brown and right. all this stuff. And, and basically it was a grunge <laughs> band that did a really bad cover of California Love by Tupac. Yeah, and then they, they did a couple And things. then they did Scrubs okay. from TLC. And I wanted to throw my shoe at them. <laughs> I did. Allison was like, sweetie, don't throw shoes. It's and I was okay. like, but it's awful. And I said if they opened with the Pearl Jam that we were leaving, and they fucking opened with Pearl Jam. They sure did. Even flow. And your face was like, motherfucker. <laughs> this might cost me some listeners, but I hate Pearl Jam. And Nirvana. Yeah, I don't know. I, You know what? They're just okay. Like, uh, Beth loves Pearl Jam. Anytime they come around, she likes to go see them or what have you. But um, the last time they came around, she didn't. I think they were at, like, Citizens Bank Park or something. Eddie Vedder sounds like so. he's got marbles in his mouth. He does! He's like... <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, and like you can. I said that all the time. I'm like, he is the most famous mumbling motherfucker I've ever, you know, not ever him. met. I've ever heard. But um, so they opened with that. Actually, it ended up being a really good time. We had it so really much did fun. Have a good time. But we made our own fun. It wasn't because of the band. No, no, we <laughs> did make our own fun. But um, <laughs> just to talk about how old we are. Oh my god. So Jamie goes up and gets fireball from the bar. Oh my god. And this little girl. It was like that this, is how, this is how it up. went down. It was my my third <laughs> shot of fireball because I needed something. And she walks around and sips it, just so you know. Well, I take it up. I go to the bar and I have seven dollars in my hand, and I know that I've already bought two, so I know they're four fifty. And the girl goes, "That'll be." And I said, "Here's seven dollars. Just make it happen. Give me my shot." And this little girl, twenty something years old, next to me goes. To her friend, oh my god, this old lady's about to get fucked up. <laughs> she comes back over and is like, oh my god. I was like, Jamie's getting ready to put them all in the corner and let them know. I was going to put them all on timeout. All of all them. them. You're all going to timeout with your young asses. And Not all of them. Comments. Not all of them because the bouncer, Marcus. Oh, Jesus Christ. He was the cutest little 20-year-old schmoopy. Don't oh you call him schmoopy. I have schmoopy. He was a schmoo. My Jonathan. Such a sweet guy. I loved Marcus. If you go to Deer Park, say what's up to Marcus. He was like, me and Jamie are boys and I'm going to protect her. And he told me that. He kept looking over to make sure I was okay all night. He was like, anybody give you trouble, you come to me. Oh my God. Yeah. And speaking of, they didn't cause us any trouble. I had to keep my eye on her because she was causing trouble all over the place. So... For instance, we get there, and no less than an hour into the night, even not even an hour, half hour, maybe she picks out this freaking guy and brings him over to me. I was like, "Doesn't he look like Edward from Twilight?" <laughs> oh and my I'm God. like, "No, not even a little bit." And she and you just were really stuck with the fact he looked like. And I'm like, "He fucking doesn't. He actually looked a little Asian." Oh my God! There's a little he, Asian in him or something. He his name was the Kyle, hair. and it was definitely the hair. But every kid nowadays in the college town's name is Kyle or Cody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about when I went to the bathroom and there was the three little girls in there? And the one girl was like, so did you have to show your tits yet? And I, I was know. like, what and the And then we went this? out and we asked Cody. I know. Because Cody I was, was like... outside. We met Cody and Sam and Sam's boyfriend, who's a Steelers fan. I don't remember his name. But Oh, that's the one I got. I offended him because he no, looked like he was 12 years that old. That was Cody. Yeah. But Cody, we went out and asked him, I said, is that a thing? And he was like, yes. And I think he was trying to get us to show our, our No, boobs. he did. He looked at me and was like, are you going to show me yours? I was like, yeah, no. No, no, no we're not going to show you our tits. That's not going to happen, This is sir. just podcast research. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, what? Like, you could tell it was a thing. Like, they were, I, I, don't, I don't even want to, you know what, to be honest with you, I don't even want to know what it, what it was because it was so ridiculous. And the girls were like, no, I haven't had to do it yet. And I'm thinking, what in the They're probably doing it to get free drinks. Be? So we to get free drinks, I'm not showing anybody a nipple. I guess that's the beauty of being 42 okay. and having money. Like, I got money now. I don't got to show you shit. Speaking of, we met some kids. Um, oh, my God. And one of them is named Tyler. And he is an investment. He's a real estate investor. And he's got, like, 60 units in Miami. Or no, and, Tennessee. And he's uh, got some. He's got he, a few there. And he's, he's got, got Johnny Bravo hair. He's got Johnny Bravo, Bravo hair. hair. Yeah. He was there with Kyere <laughs> and I want to say Delvon or something like that. Really cute little boy. But. Oh, my God. 
They said if we shout them out, that they are going to get us 2,000 <laughs> followers. So, Tyler. I think they were really, really drunk. Yeah. Tyler, with the goals <laughs> and the investments and you kicking ass at life, girls, scoop that one up because he's going to be somebody. I know. I told him. I was like, you get me around here. Like, hit me up. I'm like, I'll do your appraisal work. <laughs> I was like, you're going to so, need an appraiser. And he was good looking and he smelled good and no. he dressed really well. They were just young 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 you oh my god though you and your nonsense but for the record tyler there's your shout out give us our motherfucking followers two thousand followers (laughs) the clock the clock starts when this airs next week in a week yeah next next sunday sunday yeah they're probably like oh my god who are these old women we were talking to now i really enjoyed the fact that the one was sort of like being flirty with you in that cute little way Oh, and I told him I'd teach him things. She was like, I will teach you things. And he was like, oh, I'll teach you some things. And I'm sitting there, and I was like, you're not going to teach her anything. <laughs> like, I literally looked at him, and he was like, yes, I will. I'm like, no. I, no. No, you will not. You, no, little boy, I'm don't like, bite she, off more than you can chew. I'm like, she would eat you alive. Like, it was just a fun. And I'm like, really, I'm just like the wing woman at this point, just following you around, making sure your drunk ass isn't, you know what I mean? Oh my like, God. you were all over the place, talking to everybody. I got into a fight with one of the Patriots fans, because he was wearing his Patriots <laughs> sweater, and I was like, you know, Brady was losing at the, at the fucking little Asian kid. I was like, Brady was losing on the half, and he was like, I know, and I was like, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry, because I'm a Ravens fan. He was like, I'm a Ravens fan, too. I said, you can't be a Ravens fan and a Patriots fan. They're literally in the same division. Like, you can't do that. You Some just people can't. Can just like no, you can't. It's it's bad football etiquette. I don't know. Well, the one was it was it Sire? That was like Kyer or Kyer. He was like, "How old are you? Are you you look like thirty? I call him Kyer with the good hair. Yeah, Kyer with the good hair. He said, "Are you thirty? You look like you're 30. I was like, "I am. That's exactly how old I am. You hit it right on the nail, like the first right. Try. And then Tyler <laughs> looked at me and was like, "34," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I guess it's uh, one of those things. I'm glad that I went. I needed to get out. I definitely needed to get out, you know, because I don't really drink anymore. I don't drink anymore. I don't even like to drink anymore. But I, don't I even needed know a night out, and it was it what was, was happening time. in our live video. Like I don't even know. I, know I watched it. Live. I watched it when I got into the car, and I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> you told you told our friend Sean he should have come out and started dancing, and you were like pumping your chest and pumping oh, your arms to come out. You and were doing like the got rid of that one but it was fun because people were like you you guys are a trip and we're like we know but yeah it was a good time like I don't like I said I really don't drink anymore and I'm fine with not drinking anymore because I can't handle drinking like I'm one of those people that they're like why don't you just go out to happy hour and just have a drink or two no that's a motherfucker that is not how it goes when you get in that bar you close that bar my two favorite parts of the night Where when the one guy got kicked out while the band was doing bye, bye, bye. Uh, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, he got kicked out while they were singing that song. Really? And I was like... That was during live. Right. And Allison was like, Jamie, that was great. And I was like, what happened? And she told me. And I was like, no, it didn't. And then they were leaving. And it, he, everybody started going bye, bye, bye. And was there, so I, I was do like, remember that. Oh, my God. And then the second night, the same guy that kicked out that guy kicked out another guy. And he was like... The boy he kicked out was like, what's your name, man? And he was like... Uh, suck my dick's my name. And I was what? like, oh my God. And then he came out and I was like, hey, suck my dick. And he looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, well, that's what you told that guy your name was. And he was like, oh, 
That's fantastic. Oh I was my like, God. kick somebody else out. Kick somebody else out. <laughs> oh my God. I don't remember that. Well, because I, I probably wasn't there for that. And then Wendy was talking to some guy. She was just making small talk. And he had a, this garter around his head, like this lace headband. <laughs> really? And what the like, hell? Where was I? Like in the bathroom? You or were, we were with Jesus. outside waiting for Christopher to come pick you up. You oh, was it that point? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's the other point. I've leveled up in life, people. I've leveled up. I made my 19-year-old be my DD last night. I was like, you know what? Saddle up, boy. It's your turn. Take mommy to the bar. It was, was fucking like, brilliant. And then he pulled up and Joe Gantjavy was like, give me your cheek. <laughs> so he comes back and he picks me up. And I'm like, you know, get home safe and everything. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, this isn't why I had kids. But it's this is a, a freaking bonus. This is kind of working out great. Because there was no way. I was fucking hammered when I left there. Again, never drink. And I went in there like it was my mother freaking job last night. Oh, my God. I went to get Wendy. Remember when we lost Wendy and I was like, I got to yeah, go find Wendy. Yeah, where the hell Wendy. is she? She was yeah, in the bathroom. In the bathroom. And apparently there was, she's like, Jamie, there was just a party in the bathroom. I'm like, what kind of fucking party happens in the bathroom? <laughs> and and I'm in the bathroom with her at this point. And she said, somebody say something. And like three girls screamed, woo! And I was like, we're leaving. Oh, my God. Get, bring your ass out of this bathroom. You don't belong in here. It was nice, though. I mean, I'm so glad that we got out. And it was, like, just it was, us. It was out. fun. Girls' night was actually a great time. I knew you would hit it off with Wendy. I really yeah, did. Yeah, she's great. Like, she was, she would just sing and dance with me because that's all I cared about. It's like I wasn't going trolling for dudes or anything else. Right. I just wanted to be with my friends and just have, like, a good time. And there was nobody there Wendy is any so confident. They were all young. Wendy is so confident in her relationship. Like, we were like, woo, girls night. So I'm like, Allison cut my hair yesterday, got it all pretty. I went home, put on my good, like my good jeans uh-huh. and my skinny girl sweater. And I'm right. like, woo. So I pick up Wendy and we try, me and Allison tried to get Wendy out with us a couple weeks ago to watch the Ravens game at Buffalo Wild Wings. And she was like, I can't, I'm in my pajamas watching the Eagles. And I'm like, get out your pajamas. And she's like, I can't, we're help. it's helping them win. And I'm like. Oh, my God. So, I pick her up, and she's, like, two minutes, and I'm like, bitch, I'm already three minutes late. Get your ass out here. And she comes down the stairs, and she's in, like, black jeans, which is fine, her little Eagles boots, and her fucking Eagles hoodie, and I was like, where are we going? You know, now you're you're dressed for Buffalo Wild Wings. What the shit? We're going out. So, we we get to Allison's house, and Wendy walks through the door, and Allison was, like, upstairs. Oh, like, making her change her clothes? You are not wearing that out with us. Upstairs. <laughs> yeah, because she had that white shirt on instead, that like sweater that was very pretty. Yes. It was just nice, because I never met Wendy before, so it was nice to meet her. It was nice to be with you guys. Um, I don't just, it was like such a nice time to just like let go, unwind, not think about anything. It's like, it's the new year, you know, the last like month is behind me now, like I've made it out, like it's just, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm happy. Speaking I'm happy of, that I got to do that. Speaking of New Year's, this one has no chill. Oh, my God. Well, wait. Before we get into that, though, I just have to mention that um, Dirty John, remember how we talked about that podcast and I thought he went to jail? He died. Like, the daughter killed him. Yeah. I know, but I thought he went to jail. I didn't think no, he died. It's in, I can't it's remember. in the show, isn't it? No. We said, I think he went to jail. And you're like, yeah, jail or prison. And I'm like, no, he actually, he ended up dying. And I'm like, how did I forget that? I guess at the very end. <laughs> um I guess the his sister like pulled the plug on him because like he wasn't gonna wake up he was like in a coma or something I'm like how the hell did I miss that so yes he um he did pass away bye 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 yeah bye bye <laughs> um so I was like wow okay so that um 
And then I kind of got like a little bit of flack about me calling out those dudes that were in my DMs. I kind of, they no. were like, you're a little bitter. You're not going, you're not going to reconcile that. No, 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 I'm not going to reconcile it. I just want to just make the point that. <clears throat> she knows not all men are bad. but no, I do, Exactly. They're like, geez, what are they supposed to do? But this is legit things that are happening to her and she's just throwing it out there and she's just letting you know that these things happen. It's nothing, she said nothing wrong and I stand by her word. No, I don't even think it's just that too, but also like the mental state that you're in when you're heartbroken. You know what I mean? And then your whole life is sort of falling apart on top of being heartbroken. It was just such a really, really bad month. And I'm thankful that I had you guys. But it was like when you're already sad and hurt and you're like, wow, like this is like not going to be my life anymore. Me and this person are not going to, you know, this is not where it's going to be anymore. Right. And you're trying to reconcile that and be like, okay, I got to move one. I got to change the way my life's going to look. And at the same time, all this other stuff's happening too. And then you got guys in your inbox driving you fucking nuts. Like, my mental state just was not okay. You know what I mean? So She's sorry it's more she that. came off harsh. It's, it's more or less that. Because they were like, you sound really angry. Like, you're getting ready to beat up, beat up a couple of people. Bitch, like, we were I angry. Was. I was fucking angry. Like, leave me alone. Like, I didn't want to be bothered. I still don't want to be bothered. Like, frankly, I'm not even lying to you. I still don't even want to be bothered. there's so many boys in Danielle's DMs that... And, they, they started DMing me I'm about Danielle. I know, but I don't, I just don't answer them anymore. I, I'm like, just leave them there because I'm, I don't, it's not that I, I don't know how to explain it. I just need more time. Like I just need more time with my friends. I just want to be left alone. I don't want to think about dudes. I don't want to be bothered by dudes, especially when they're like being skeevy. You know what I mean? It's like yet another fucking married man, another fucking dude that had a girl. And it's like, and that one was shocking. The one with the girl, or that had the, the girlfriend, because he was like a realtor. And I was like, I know you have a girlfriend. And you're in my... It just, it was just so skeevy. Oh, it's a damn shit. If you want to just hang out as friends. And I'm like, I'm not fucking hanging out with you as friends. Like, I literally told him, I was like, I'm completely fucking uninterested. Exactly that way, too. And he was like, that's a damn shame because you're just so sexy. You're just so my type. I'm like, I'm so sorry that I've hurt your feelings. Do you see what I'm saying? And then what about the other one? He was like, how about we Netflix and chill? I was like, I'm not fucking answering any of these people anymore. That They're is disgusting. so bold. Like, who does that? I thought that was definitely, like, not an actual thing. I thought that so was just the joke. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you don't even know me and this is how you're... I just had enough. So, you know what? They're sitting in there. And I'm just going to leave them in there. And I'm not going to bother with anybody. And so, just for the people who are like, you seemed a little angry, not all guys are jerks, blah, blah, blah. I know not all guys are jerks. I'm just really not ready to date right now or deal with any of that stuff right now. I just want to sort of move on into my new year, and eventually I'll get there. So, uh, yeah. So, for anybody that said I sounded angry, I fucking was. And you know what? Frankly, it's still a little annoying. And now the fact that they're contacting you, like, Jesus Christ. And it doesn't, and you would think some girls would be like, wow, I really got it. To me, it doesn't because they're all skeevy. Like, there's no good meat in there. You should really start watching these sand videos where people, like, smush the sand and cut the sand and all that. It's supposed to relieve stress and it's supposed to be soothing. And I fucking love them. Oh, because it's got, like, that special, so special properties in it or something. Like, it's what the, do they call SMR or yes, AMR or ASMR. something? ASMR. Yes, or whatever. Jonathan loves that. He stands by it. But I, I just wanted to make that I point real that quick. I love that and just, the soap. Well, I just wanted to get that over with and just let you guys know that, yes, I know not all guys are jerks. Sorry if I came off that way, but that's kind of how I felt, and I'm still kind of feeling that way. I don't have jack shit for reconciliation corner. Nope. Yeah, that was my only reconciliation corner. Nope, I don't have anything. 
new year, new me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing I got. I'm like, yeah, oh. we're all good. But this year, fuck, man, this year got zero chill. Right. Yeah. So much is happening. So the new year starts, and everybody's like, oh, this new year is going to be great. There's going to be a good thing. Australia's burned into the ground. Like, yep. literally, an entire fucking country is burned into the ground. 500, or they're saying five, half a billion? Yeah. Half a billion animals. All the animals in the estimated zoo. Estimated dead. It's awful. I'm like, oh my God. And to be fair, though, por- everything in fucking Australia is poisonous, so it's probably good that they purged. Like, no, don't say that. You better take that back. Now we're going to have all of Australia on our goddamn thing <laughs> coming at us. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't I'm sorry. That. I don't want cute koalas to go, but all those spiders buy. Spiders oh, no, the spiders and, the like, snakes. all those crazy snakes. Like, yeah, no, the, they can all go. Like, how do people walk around in Australia without just getting over dead? I don't know. I don't know. Like, they always post, like, the craziest ass shit, but I feel so bad. Like, the kangaroos, the koalas, like, know, they're showing all that. I know, it's very sad. And I, I won't I watch it. I can't take it. I won't watch it. You, I can't do it. Like, No, I can't. I'm, like, too sensitive for it. Like, I have a big old fat mouth. But my heart is pretty damn sensitive. I it don't really breaks my heart. I don't watch the news. I had no idea that um, we drone attacked and killed one of some that Iran's big oh, yeah, World general War guy, and yeah. that World War Three was about to break out until I saw it on Facebook. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I don't watch news either. I well, refuse to watch the news. You know what? We're lucky in that. I don't know if we want to call it lucky, but we're lucky in that we've got people that can't not run their mouth. So, you know, you've got, like, the people who are, like, total Trumpsters, and then you got the people who are total, like, Dems, and then you got, like, the total liberals. Like, we have this big, fat mix. So, we're always going to know what's happening because they're so fucking political, like, they're armchair politicians, you know what I mean? Yeah. That we're always going to know what's going on. So, it's it's kind of interesting, and um, I'm not really a super fan of Trump at the end of the day. Like, I'm not a super fan of him. Um, I kind of had wondered, to, to begin with, when he was running for president, would this be the change we need? Like, I couldn't help but think that because I look at all these people like, you know, Hillary and, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. Killing they're all these, car- they're, they're career politicians and it's just like, maybe we do need something a little different because so far, look what's happening. So maybe it'll be a little different. I don't know. I was apprehensive, apprehensively hopeful, right? But yeah. then I was so not like a huge fan of his, but when it comes down to like military shit, he's not going to let anybody fuck with us at all. Like, he will fucking ram a nuke up your ass. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. A lot of the people, the Iran just ordered the the expulsion of all U.S. troops out of Iran. I think it's Iraq. Iraq. Iraqi. Yes, Iraq. Their parliament. So their parliament just said, we want everybody out. Mm -hmm. And and that's, that's good on their part. Like, the reason why they have a parliament and they have a government is because we went in and did that. Mm Mm-hmm. They shouldn't have been over there in the first place. Like, there's no reason for them to be over there anymore. Yes, bring them home. I don't but know. I don't at have the any same time, that. at the same time, they're threatening retaliation. They bombed our embassy. We bombed them back. They didn't bomb, though. I thought. I thought they set us on fire. Was it a bomb? It was something. It, they attacked our embassy. I know they attacked the embassy. Yeah. So they attacked our embassy. I mean, what did they think we were gonna do? I guess they thought we were just gonna sit back and take it. Well, the biggest thing yeah. about America is we do not negotiate <coughs> with terrorists. So. Well, I think people were like, "Oh, they were just protesting," and people were like, "Does this look like a protest? Look at the front of this embassy. It's like right. You know, it was basically American soil. You attacked American soil. Right. 
whether it was over there on their soil or not, that embassy is still considered. Yeah, and we're not going to have another Benghazi. Right. Yeah, no. So I, I actually so, like the idea that he's so like, no, he you're not went do that. in and drone attacked and killed one of their big guys, their biggest general. So now they like we want all you out and we're going to retaliate. So basically, you're telling us get your soldiers out because we're about to attack you. Now it's been a thing where they've nobody's ever been able to find nuclear weapons in that area like mm-hmm. they've looked they've scoured we've been over there for years looking for them there's not any there mm-hmm. and if they are they don't have the technology and the power and all that shit to get it all the way over here anyway but i forget where i was going with this but i, I do, okay, <laughs> that's my thing. i'm i'm not a fan of trump I'm not, but I am a fan of the United States, and I mm-hmm. am a fan of veterans and, and our, our military. military, and I feel like if you're going to fuck with us, we have every right to fuck with you back, and let's just get a few things straight. People might not like us, but we are still the biggest superpower in the fucking entire world, so watch out for the big boys. I don't know. A lot of people are like, you know, it's just World War Three, and I mean, lots of stuff's coming up, and I'm like, I, I hope that that's not true. I don't want to see that happen. I, I don't want to see it I don't want to see that in happen. In reality, it's probably going to happen. I don't know. And for maybe, the record, but... I voted for Bernie Sanders, people. I know. I don't know. So, yeah, this new year is starting off um, a little crazy, um, but I do have a Florida story for you. Wait. Oh, you got you got more? Let's let's recap. Oh, recap? Okay. On the first, yeah. World War Two, Or, no, the fire. That's burning Australia. Well, Australia's been burning for a little while at this okay, point. Okay, so first of the year. Yeah. Australia's on fire. Mm-hmm. Second of the year, World mm-hmm. War Three. Mm-hmm. Third of the year, we get a reprieve. Like, nothing crazy's happened. Fourth. Fourth of the year, Tom motherfucking Brady goes home to sit on the couch and watch the fucking playoffs. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh my God, how did I not know you were going to do that? Oh, that's it, people. That's That's all I had for the fourth. Today would have been my family, my mother and father's like forty third anniversary. Oh my god! They really? would have stayed married. Wow. January fifth. My mother used to still call him and wish him a happy anniversary. Are you serious? Your mom is funny. Oh, um, it's crazy. Well, and the fifth. Oh, the third. My mom's cat had kittens. Oh, there you go. And the fifth, we're hungover. The fifth. <laughs> We are so hungover. We are sliding into this year like we are like in a NASCAR. Speaking of sliding in, Danielle, tell them about the Florida guy. Danielle's got the best Florida story. Oh, my God. As I'm eating the cookies that Beth left me with, because I went out to dinner with Beth the other night to our favorite Mexican place, and she brings me a shitload of cookies. Like, I fucking need that right now. All right. Let me go find this bastard. This is so funny. All right. So, straight out of Florida. Dun, dun, dun. All right, so this was on fox29philadelphia.com, or fox29.com. <laughs> this is kind of making the rounds now, too, so we got to talk about it. I've been seeing it in a lot of places, and a lot of different um, news, outlets. news outlets are talking about it. So, in Bradenton, Florida, investigators in Manatee County are searching for a burglar who sucked on a man's toes after breaking into his Bradenton home. The Manatee County Sheriff's Office said the victim was sleeping in his bedroom on Christmas Eve, only to be awakened by a man sucking on his toes. Santa? Is that you? you? (laughs) Are you a pedophile now? All right. um, No, I guess because this guy's a man. That's not what be a pedophilia. But the victim asked the burglar what he wanted, telling him he didn't have any money. See? 
my first reaction would have been to kick that motherfucker in his face. Like, not, what do you want? He's on your toes. Kick him in the fucking face. Break his nose or something. Kick his teeth out. All right. See, I'm really violent. Jesus, I'm a violent, violent person, aren't I? That's when the victim punched the suspect in the mouth. There it is. Oh, wait, hold on. The man replied he was there to suck toes, the sheriff's office reported. That was his response. That's when the victim punched the suspect in the mouth and forced the man out of the bedroom. The suspect attempted to fondle the victim's genitals. Like, he's like, let me, let me, let me fondle your balls on the way out. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So, uh, oh, and then he, he claimed that he had a gun, but no gun was ever seen during the fight. <laughs> the victim managed to kick the man out of the home and proceeded to repeatedly hit the suspect in the face. The sheriff's office said the victim then ran back into the house and called 911. While the what? Yeah, oh, the victim, okay. Yeah, the victim. So he, like, runs back in the door, shuts the door, gets on the phone, is like, look, you mother flippers need to get out here. There's a crazy mofo. He's probably stuck on meth and everything the fuck else, because that's probably what it was. So, while the victim was on the phone with dispatchers, the suspect came up to the house and punched out the glass on the front window. The man then got on top of the victim's car and stomped in the windshield until it broke, then fled the scene on foot. Deputies attempted to track the suspect with a canine, but were unable to find him. The sheriff's office said DNA swabs were taken, and the case is under investigation. I could see Holy the police, balls! I could see the police right now with their freaking um, Q-tips around that guy's toes. <laughs> I mean, he had to be on something, because here's why. There's no way! Who's like, well, I really want to suck some toes right now. Mm -hmm. Like, that is my agenda. And here's the stranger's house. Maybe he's a deep sleeper. <laughs> Maybe he won't wake up if I suck his toes. Papa would have never woken up. I just thought, I'm like, I'm trying to think back in all my life. So is there any time when somebody sucked my toes and I liked it? And I think it's only happened like a few times. Like, even Stay on off one my hand. fucking feet. I love my feet rubbed though. Like, oh. if that's the way to my heart, rub my feet, man. Rub my feet and my legs. And that's fine. Rubbing is one thing. Yeah. Do but not I, put yeah. my feet that I have been literally mouth. walking on for 40-some years in your mouth. <laughs> Don't fucking do it. It's gross. Leave people's feet out your mouth. It's gross. Oh, my God. Mama Mia. Well... I have this other one, and this is the Huffington Post UK, since we're already talking about crazy-ass people. Uh -huh. This one's actually in Oregon. I'm starting to feel like Oregon's, like, the Florida of the Northwest right. or something, because a lot of stuff's coming out of Oregon. A lot of aliens. <laughs> well, this guy. So, this is on the Huffington Post UK, and they just posted it, I think, yesterday. Yeah, because they do it, that, it's, well, 1-3-2020. Like, they always screw me up when they do the UK dates because, you know, it's like the days before the month. It, like, kind of freaks me out. Anyway, it says, Andrew Fay or Frey, man high on meth, fights off 15 police officers while masturbating. <laughs> he was masturbating and fighting off he police was, officers? Yes. He's like the Chuck Norris of whacking <laughs> Tallywax. Chuck Norris. Was it Chuck Norris? <laughs> It took 15 police officers in Oregon to subdue the man. Oh, my God. A man who was allegedly high on meth reportedly fought off more than a dozen police officers while publicly masturbating. 
He apparently made a series of outbursts and then began <laughs> masturbating in an Oregon restaurant. Oh my god! <laughs> While he's in there, he's just like, I'm just gonna touch myself in the restaurant. I'm just thinking, could you? I wonder. I wonder if the police were wearing riot gear, so they have those big shields. <laughs> I don't know. It was like his peepees just out, and he's just. And I'm like, is he like hard touching himself? I'm like, or is it just? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I don't. Does it even matter at the end of the day? It probably doesn't really even matter. But I'm trying to think, like, if you're that fucked up on meth and you're like masturbating, like, can I you even get a hard on at that point? I don't think it mattered to him. I don't think so either. <laughs> well, incredibly, police were reportedly unable to subdue Frey with a taser. He was definitely messed out. Yeah. So it took 15 officers to finally take him into custody and stop him pleasuring himself. <laughs> so now he's in jail and he has blue balls. I know, right? You didn't even let the guy finish. Sad. You guys suck. Oh, right. Well, wait. Frey later and reportedly told authorities that he took methamphetamine and couldn't remember the obscene incident, according to the Marion County Sheriff's Office. He was treated at a local hospital and then booked in a county jail on charges of public indecency, theft of services, and resisting arrest. All right. Making a name for yourself out there, Andrew Bray. Speaking of um, arrests, let me just tell you what happened to me this past week. I didn't get arrested. I know. I was like, what? But I did have to leave a Facebook group because they didn't like my opinion. Oh, my God. So, Danielle and I, you well, we haven't listened in a really long time. Yeah, it's been a really long time. We used to listen to My Favorite Murder, which is another podcast. I'm sure you all have heard of it. Yeah, it's, it's very Karen popular. in Georgia. It's about true crime. It's awesome. They're, mm-hmm. they're great girls. They don't have anything to do with the Facebook page. Um, they were on Facebook. Things got out of hand. They archived their original page, and you've just got fans that are mm-hmm. doing the page, the My Favorite Murder page. So they get a post, and the post was basically being like, oh my god, you victim shamed. And this was what the post was about. I had it saved, but because they blocked me in the group, I it, it took it off my save list. Oh, darn. Okay, so. <laughs> this girl is selling her nudes. She is going through her own Facebook page while doing it. She is, um, her face isn't in them, but... She's using her real name, the whole nine yards. First of all, ladies, I'm not down on you selling your nudes. Sell your shit. As long as you're of age and you're selling to people of age, sell your titties. I don't (sighs) care. Sell your tits. That's not my issue here. So apparently she sold some nudes to this guy. Then this guy was like, send me nudes, more nudes for free, or I'm going to send all your nudes to your mom and all your family on Facebook. Granted, it's not nice. So, she didn't send any more nudes, and he went through with his threat. hmm So, apparently the thing was, she was being blackmailed by this guy, and everybody was like, oh, you know, this, this original thread, the original post had a, had a comment that was like, well, why are you doing that anyway? And, you know, you went about it the wrong way. So, these people went crazy and said, this person who said that is victim shaming. But, it's... That's a weird situation. Is it truly a crime? Because she sold him the nudes. He gave her money for them. They are now his property. Yeah, but he's kind of like, what is he? He's in, is, it, is it really embezzling? No, it's supposed to be blackmail. Blackmail, yeah. But it's not. Like... Basically what he said was, if you don't send me these nudes, these nudes for free, I'm going to send these to your family. 
Yeah, that's still blackmail. Right. It's still wrong. He's but a it's, it's, cocksucker. it's he did it to be a dick. Yeah, he's still a cocksucker for it. But I got I got banned. I got muted and almost banned. I had to leave I I left the group on my own. Because I said, and I know you hate this saying, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Oh my god, I fucking hate when people say that I shit. know you do, but at the same time, bitch, if you're going to be out there selling your titties and your pussy out there for the whole world to see for money, at least be smart enough to make a fucking separate Facebook page without your family on it. Or your family's just going to need to know that you're doing it so nobody can do that to you. Like if you're, see, I, I kind of feel like if you're going to do something like that and you want to hide it, then no, you don't, like you said, you don't do it on your Facebook page, like under your own specific name, like set up something else, like, you know, you right, do it all the time, there's catfish pop- people if you want to do, I guess. There's but. people out there that have these companies that you can do this through. Yeah, I mean, so that's, I mean, I, I do understand exactly what you're saying. It's like she sort of set herself up, and, and you know, by doing it under her own name and everything, now, but that doesn't give the guy, like, here's the, the right thing, to be a tool bag. If the guy said, she sent me this nude, so I went to the house to rape her, that's not okay. Oh, no, of course. That's it's, not. It's not okay what he's doing in, in general. But like you said, she sort of set herself up for it by doing it under her own name and everything. Because people are nuts. Right. Out there. People are fucking crazy out there. And I I'm not, I don't think I'm victim shaming. I'm just saying the world needs to use more common sense. Yeah, no, I definitely agree that, you know, if you're going to do something like that, then you you run the risk of everybody knowing that you're doing right. it. You are so taking... you can't claim you can't claim victim right of your own choices that you've been doing and monetize. You know what I mean? Right. I guess that's it. But if you are right. if you are a prostitute, mm-hmm. if you were out there and you were selling your hoo ha on the streets. By the way, I'm a huge advocate of legalized prostitution. I think that prostitution should be legalized because it's nobody else's business what you do with your body. <laughs> Excuse me. But if you are that prostitute and you choose that this certain guy that you've been his little hookup mm-hmm. for years, you decide, okay, well, I've known him forever. He's going to pay me extra. We're not going to use a condom. And then you get chlamydia or or worse at yeah. that point. And I say to you, well, that was dumb. Mm-hmm. Is that victim shaming? Because she's not really a victim because no, she made that choice to be like, all right, go with me raw dog. I don't know. I guess I kind of feel like now that we're in this this generation now. This generation is a gener- bunch of fucking pussies. Like, yeah, it's just, it's so weird. Like, you can't, you're not allowed to say anything because everything's bad. All right? So, if you're fat and you're like, I love my body, then they're like, you know, they want you to be like body positive or, you know, or whatever. Or if like people say something bad about you because you're fat. Right. They're like, you're just, you know, you're fat shaming. And then it's like, I don't know, there's just so much crap. It's like, but you're not allowed if, to do fucking nothing anymore. Right. But yet everybody's up in arms about everything, too, at the same time. So it's like, which one is it? Like, you, like, they don't want this, they don't like that, they don't like this, they don't like that. So, okay, well, you got to pick one. Remember all those years ago when they used to put fluoride in the water? They still do, don't they? I don't know. I'm not sure. Jay, check if they still put fluoride <laughs> in the water. I was like, I think they did. But maybe we should start sp- spiking the nation's water with Xanax. Xanax. I don't it's just like I just kind of feel like you can't have it both ways. So it's like they're either condemning you for what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like they don't like the choices you're making, so they're sort of being hypocritical because right. this generation doesn't fucking like anything. And I'm like, "Well, what do you fucking like?" You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, we're a whole shitload of people all just trying to make it on this planet. So they don't like anything, and you're not allowed to say anything. You're not allowed to have an opinion about anything, or else you're shaming, and you're shaming all kinds of crazy shit. Like, 
I don't know. I don't even want to get into like some of the craziness of it, but it's like I look at Jonathan and, and like we always make like the joke that he's like the king of the snowflakes, you know, rushing into you'd be offended at everything and start a petition. And it's it's kind of like a joke just because he's, you know, this old soul and he just wants the world to be beautiful and, you know, everybody gets along. And of course it would be wonderful to have that, but that's not kind of where we're at. It's unfortunate. So in the terms of your girl, I think that she definitely made a mistake in the way that she was doing it. And if she didn't want everybody to know that she was doing it, she shouldn't have done it in her name. Right. So she kind of screws herself. The, it actually brought me to a really good case that um, was just ruled on that we should probably talk about. Because it's really, there's so much going on that we actually need to do like a little mini episode too. Because there's so much happening. Um, so this gay couple <clears throat> got a surrogate mother. Right. Right. So donated egg and one of their sperms right okay. whoever it was <clears throat> she's carried this child to term and then wouldn't hand it over what she was saying it was her baby it's not your baby you were just the, the oven it's not your bun and people are like crazy about this so um this was actually last is this two years ago holy shit i thought this was new because I remember when this happened, um, but it was like they had a Spanish donor, which was transferred to the surrogate mother in September 2015. It meant that one of the gay dads is genetically related to the child, but the birth mother and father are not. Um, they met her online and they signed a surrogacy agreement more than two years ago. Their agreement fell apart when the surrogate mother and her husband announced they wanted to keep the child shortly after the birth. And they did not inform the dads about the baby's arrival more than a week after the birth in April. What? Like, that's not your child. Like, no. I understand it was in your belly. So, this is what kind of crazed or creeped me out a little bit was there was these people that were like, yeah, but it was, she's the mother. Yeah, but she's not. So, where, you know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's so weird, right? Because they're like, well, a mother means that you, you know, carry the child and gave birth to the child. No, that's it's not that. true. No. So, but there's so many differing opinions and it got really heated. Like, people, like, some people were like, well, she should be able to keep it. It's her baby. It's not her baby, though. No, she was just an incubator. She, she was. She signed a contract that's legally binding. Give those people their baby. It's not your baby. Well, finally, um, I guess this, this must have happened somewhere, but it says, if they had to go through um, three court of appeal judges. They had to go through three of them. What the because shit? Because nobody knew what the fuck to do with it at this point. They were like, what the hell? So now this baby's like stuck with this woman. These gay fathers are like, hey, that's my baby. Like, it is one of, it's one of theirs. You know, they don't know which right. one because they both did the donation or whatever. But they actually are the father of this child. And she's not even the real technical mother because it's not her egg. So it took three of them, and then finally Lord Justice McFarlane said the child's genetic relationships and welfare were the most important factors for deciding where the child should live. I'm just thinking, at what point, though? Like, you sign a surrogacy agreement, and none of that is genetically related to you. So I don't understand why this was so hard for them to figure out. Like, they should have been able to do an injunction immediately and take that job from her. Immediately. Right. This I, took two years. So it must have been her first time being a surrogate, and I think that she bonded with the child. And that's all well and good. Thanks for bonding with the child. Like, at least I know that the baby was taken care of while you were carrying it. But it does not mean that's your baby. You are not a mother just because you bore a child. No, I totally agree with you. Absolutely. Well, they finally gave the baby back. Um, and they did a restraining order on the men from generating any further publicity. And I was like, wow. Okay. So like they can't even talk about what they went through because that is a lifetime made for TV movie. 
I think. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Like I, I do. I she think. takes off with this goddamn baby. I'm like, I can't even. So I, I would lose baby, my shit. They, they, yeah, they did get the baby back, but it took because they didn't know what to do with it. It was so like weird. You know what I mean? Like it had never come up before where a surrogate keeps them, and people were like, <coughs> "Well, the surrogate." What were they saying? Some people are like right on it. They're like, she signed an agreement. She's not the mother. And then other people are like, well, it's not like she wanted to be a surrogate um, just out of the kindness of her heart. I mean, she did it because she probably had to. And then, and I'm like, what does that have to do with fucking anything? You fucking weirdos. Like, that's one of those weird, like when you look at something like this, that's as heated as this is, where she basically stole their baby. And then you have to look at the comments and see all the different ideas from these people and what they think. You're like, oh my God. Like, that's how you're like, unfortunately, our world will never, ever, 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 ever be like hands across America and everybody's going to love each other. Because you look at this and you see like these people being like, oh, well, because she didn't want to do it. She did it out of like to gain money or whatever. Clearly that means she should keep this baby. Like, it was the fucking weirdest thing. And I wish no. I would kept some of the comments. No, you have to want to be a surrogate. Oh, yeah, but people. they were like, well, they were basically saying like, she didn't want to just do it just to do it. She signed up because she wanted to make money or she had to. And she felt like that would be the quickest way to take care of whatever. So that automatically means what? That means nothing. It is still completely and totally negligible and doesn't apply to that at all. business contract. Exactly. But it took three court of appeal judges to analyze the case before they would actually go to a public hearing in October. And then they finally upheld it. I have something like that. Okay. So, so yesterday, um, uh, Somebody posted on Facebook about this guy. Um, a grassroots rescue uh, posted this. Mm. It there says are some people that I've actually um, had donated to before. He said, "We would like to address the situation that has arisen today regarding a dog named Nala." Mm. Nala was surrendered to us by her legal owner after the decision was made to leave an unhealthy relationship and living environment. Legal ownership was determined based on the fact that the only name on the adoption contract and vet paperwork. Was that one of the individual that surrendered her to us? Mm. Yesterday we posted Nala as available for adoption. Today her previous owner, owner's ex, was bombarded, was made aware of her location, and we were bombarded <laughs> with 15 phone calls and messages for him and his family attempting to claim possession of the dog that was never legally his. When we refused to comply with his demands, he became belligerent, threatened us, telling us that we will regret this. In the last oh, six hours, we have been recipient. We have been the recipient of def- <clears throat> defamatory liability. Like, oh, he wants to use a whole bunch of big words. Hostile and downright vulgar messages. Um, messages, phone calls, and comments. We will not be intimidated into submission regarding this matter. We as an animal rescue truly want what's best for Nala. Take into consideration the information that we've been giving along with the unstable, threatening behavior this man is exhibiting. Do not, we do not feel comfortable placing the dog that we have entrusted we have been entrusted with back into the care of a person like that. Yeah. Uh-uh. No. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not believing it. Right. We're more than willing to address the situation with it, with any legal authority. We we were proud of our adoption pro- we are very proud of our adoption process in which we screen all applicants in depth. Many coming from all across the Eastern Seaboard, Grassroots Rescue has worked incredibly hard over the past 6 months, of oh, the past 6 and a half years saving thousands of animals and will continue to do so for many years uh, to come. Right. We appreciate all the support that you have and hope you can continue all the wonderful things, blah, blah, blah. And it says, hashtag don't back the bully. Wow. So here's what I think. Um, when Ron and I 
were together, he had a dog. Mm-hmm. He was legal owner of that dog. But we were together so long that that dog was also my dog. Right. Your dog also belongs to Christopher and Jonathan. Right. We don't know if she left the relationship because of all the, if it was abusive and all that. We don't know this guy's side of the story. Right. She could, he could have loved that dog more than anything. She could have adopted it to give him as a gift. And then they broke up, and her being a spiteful bitch, which is so common. Yeah. She took that dog, and it's giving it back. And obviously, if this guy's trying so hard to get this dog back, I don't think it's because he didn't like the dog or didn't like her or he was abusive. Obviously, the dog is loved. And if Lainey got taken away and they were like, well, we're not giving her back to you, you too would make many, many, many phone yeah, calls. Yeah, like, I wonder if they're actually going to hear anything that he has to say or it's Like, what? they're not listening to anything he has to say. So the people were, like, really upset and they, um, they commented and they were like, it's not the full story. Um, was it actually a crazy ex-girlfriend? I believe that took this... It wasn't actually a crazy ex-girlfriend. I believe that took this dog there. I'd be threatening someone who had my dog if it was, like, my son, too. So yeah. can't go off a one-sided story. Are they... This is, Are these, like, the comments? Yeah. Okay. So... Right. So this guy is a complete freaking clown that wrote all this. Like, we... First of all, why are you telling the world about your business? Anyway, like, if this is happening, why do you feel necessary as a rescuer to put this up there? Like, this could have been kept quiet. Like... Well, no, maybe because he's posting all over Facebook. Maybe he's, like, you know making these comments all over the place and they're starting to get phone calls because you know people will get involved, especially when it comes down to an animal. Are you kidding? Like, I could, oh my God, I would lose my entire mind. So if he's doing what I would be doing, they would have to make a statement because people are going to be inboxing them, calling them, I mean, I guess tagging them, and everything a, else. Um, They won't have a choice. They'll have to. Because they're going to have to make some sort of statement because the police are going to be involved. So they're going to need to make their statement too up front. <clears throat> so it kind of makes sense that that would happen. So several years ago, I dated a guy that had an adorable, an adorable chihuahua. He adopted her and had vet records in his name. Then he decided he couldn't care for her anymore and gave her to me. We broke up a few weeks later. Several weeks after that breakup, which wasn't nasty, he showed up at my house. I just happened to be outside with the dog. I picked her up as he drove up the driveway. He stopped, opened the window. We chatted, so I was standing next to the car. He said something as he snatched her out of my arms and threw her across <gasps> the front seat. I was grabbing for her as he rolled up the window. All of this took place while he threw me, while he nearly hit me with the car. It all happened so fast. Oh, my God. So, I don't know what happened to her, but I do know, I do know that if she had ended up at a rescue shelter, I would have no, I would have had no claim to her either. Which is right, but. Yeah. At the same time, there's probably pictures of him with the dog. Things like that. I, and I, there's a lot of people who are like, give back the dog. I guess, well, I guess they got to figure out, and, like, you know, they have to, like, probably let the police, or, you know, or civilly. This will probably end up being a civil matter, because I don't know that the police will get involved or not. I don't know. kind of wondering. I mean, I've seen plenty of people that came on Judge Duty because the police were like, look, I'm not going to get involved. You need to sue them civilly. I mean, literally, Judge Duty's all I have. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's as far as my legal knowledge goes, Judge Duty. So, like, that's pretty much it, but... I would lose my absolute mind if somebody took Lainey. And Lainey doesn't even like me anymore. Now that she's all doggy demented, she only wants Christopher anyway. But I would still fight to get my little husband bag of a dog back who doesn't even like me right. anymore. I would be like, oh my God. 
I actually have been thinking about like adopting another dog because Lee doesn't even like me anymore. It's like so sad. I'm like, she only wants to be with Christopher. Everybody else, she doesn't like any of us anymore. I'm yeah, like, but... that makes me sad. Uh, apparently the girl that is, has the Keeping Up With Nala website, um, I guess her name is Lauren Renee Savage. Mm-hmm. I guess she is one of the people at the... Carly Crenshaw, I don't know if that's the girl. But what, that gave the, gave up the yeah, baby? I mean, gave says, up the dog? It says how she feels about her rescues. So I'm guessing it's about the girl, the owner of the rescue. And it says, it's a screenshot of her post. It said, this effing dog did this the whole way home. Why you ask this, is this amusing? Because for once, what? it's not one of our dogs being annoying as fuck. This heifer is off to the Baywater Animal Rescue in a few hours. So basically, she she rescued a dog, and then it was too much for her. So she's pawned it off on another rescue. What? The same dog? I don't know. I don't know. I do not know. But I, I feel like <clears throat> this is definitely something that they need to look into. Like, they, they shouldn't adopt that dog out until they know the full story. Like, if you're in domestic, if you're in an abusive relationship and all that, why haven't you called the cops? Like, why isn't there, like, you're just, I can't go by what you're saying, saying, okay, this guy's abusive. Well, I don't, well, yeah, I mean, after, well, now that the guy's looking, if he never came looking, it wouldn't even make a difference. I'm sure they get people that do it all the time. Excuse me. Well, I got a whole good one for you. Okay. You're going to really appreciate this one. Okay. All right. I don't even have a segue for it. But this was on fempositive.com, and I don't even know when the hell they posted it, because they don't, like, put a lot of numbers on here. But anyway, so a convention run by men will teach you how to be the ultimate wife for just $1,999. Are you That's all you need. You need two grand, Jamie, and you're finally going to get your ring, according to these fucking people. Uh, I'll tell you how to be a good wife. (laughs) Do everything I'm doing. Just be smart enough to do it with a man that's willing to marry you. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Well, this guy has got a hat on, and it says, make women great again. I hate him. <laughs> and what color do you think he is? He's so white. He's so white, because that's some white people shit, ain't it? Isn't it, it is. some white people shit? Says, Have no, you... that's, that's some, some older generation shit. That's what he's that young. Well, he probably looks like he's in his late 30s, maybe. That's bad home training. That's, that's him brought up in a very bad environment. I'm like, is this fucking for real? Anyway, it's so funny. So, <laughs> Have you thought that you don't have enough of a man's opinion in your life, especially on how you could be smarter, prettier, and all around better? Have you ever felt that you're not doing things well enough for the men in your life? Well, if you have, and if you also have an extra $1,999 in your pocket, the Make Women Great Again 22 convention is back in town. The 21 convention was started by Anthony Dream Johnson, and it's an event that targets men and teaches them on how to assert their manhood in modern, modern society. Oh, fuck you, Andrew Johnson. I know. As their website says, it's a pro-father, pro-man, pro-masculinity event that will teach you how to be a better man. The first time I read about the 22 convention, though, I thought it was a joke. Sadly, though, it's oh so real, and it's about to take place in May. As advertised on their website, the 22 convention is an event organized to make women great again, and it costs $1,909, so $10. To add to that, not all people can attend the event, but only women. They simply do not sell tickets to men. Well, I mean, I guess that makes sense, right? 
If you're so following their this, fucking ridiculous logic. This guy is making millions of dollars being a chauvinistic asshole? I don't know. I, I'm kind of What is wrong with this world? I want to move. It's going to be in Orlando, Florida, May 1st through May 3rd. Of course it's going to be in fucking Florida. Of 2020. And it says the convention will last for three days and iconic speakers will share their sexist garbage to the women attendees so that they can dramatically improve their lives and femininity. Yes, you read that right. Their expert speakers will show women how they can be their own ideal woman because, as written on the website, women today are being taught to act more like men. Man, I was going to get done this podcast, go home, do laundry, and fix dinner. <laughs> and now I'm so angry. I'm like, stand up against the power. Fight the power. I don't want to do your laundry. I don't want to cook your dinner. <laughs> you know what? First of all, all right, I'm about to say some shit. And I'm going to get some blowback now for this, too. Because apparently, because I didn't like some of the men that were in my DMs, I was like a horrible person. Well, get ready, motherfuckers. Buckle up, because it's getting ready to get fun. So, <laughs> let me just fucking tell you, okay? We wouldn't have to act like men if you guys would act more like men. Okay? Can we just fucking break that down for you for a fucking hot second? Hello. Let's break that the fuck down. You guys need to stop acting like idiots. First of all, get your credit in order. Get a decent fucking job. Get your own fucking place. Love your motherfucking mama. Okay? Right. If we're going to be serious about it. If, if you right. want women to be more subservient like the 50s, you better start making enough money to support the house on your own like in the 50s. Like, I just get really fucking sick of it. I'm like, you know what? People don't understand why I get aggravated. You know what? And I, it's not that I think like I'm the best person in the world because I know that I'm not. Absolutely, so, I can change some things going on in my life. I'm not. But I have my shit on lockdown. You do. I have here's the thing. Now. Here's the thing about that guy. Like, does he take into account that it is so hard that in the United States, both people have to be working to run a household? Yeah, they have you to. You at this point. It's very rare that it's just one person fucking working, supporting the whole entire household. Yeah. If that is the case, I mean, I can't say anything because Paco takes care of everything. Yeah, no, he does. He's good. But we also don't live outside our means. We don't have children like that are like. In complete need of us. He does. But my child's grown. Right, right. No, of course. Um, he expects you to work a full-time job, then come home, cook dinner, please your man, fucking... No, he doesn't. He actually, what he says, the convention promises to, in quotes, raise your femininity by 500% and to become the ultimate wife and have unlimited babies. Yes, what? I know that unlimited this sounds like babies. a pathetic joke, but it's actually real. So, no, I think, I mean, they don't say that you can stay home, but this is what they promise. And I just think, you know, uh, before before I, I met my ex, I was, like, I dated for, like, years. And I had, like, a couple small little relationships here and there and everything. Yeah, a little bit of time. Here and there or whatever. But, like, I swear to fucking God, they all had bad credit. Every last one of them had bad fucking credit. All of them. Well, I can't do this because I got bad credit. Why the fuck do you still have bad credit then? I mean, if you know that this is holding you up in your life, why can't you be a go-getter and fucking go clean up your credit? Or, like, they have these menial jobs or whatever it is, and, like, they're barely coming along. And I'm like, and you want to, like, fucking do what? Like, I make good money. I have my own house. My credit's good. I have, you know, my kids are good. You know, I mean, that's, and I know that I sound like I'm bragging, but it's like, I can't pull up to a table with somebody else who can't sit at that table. Do you see what I'm saying? And it's like, I... I can't be with somebody who's going to be lower than or, you know, just have their shit a mess then. Here's the thing, though. Sorry, it's just how it is. If you found the right person and you're able to work with them and you can help them. No, I'm not fucking helping nobody. 
I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm done helping anybody. I am fucking done. Do not come to my house so somebody with your gets, bullshit. So somebody gets no. hurt. Somebody gets hurt and has all these medical bills and ruins their credit because they can't work. And today's fucking social security system and all that is fucked. He can't work anymore. Great guy. Wonderful guy. Gets out there and he's he's working now and he's doing his thing now. But his credit's bad because of medical bills that he couldn't work because he was hurt. You're not going to give that no, guy a I shot? No, I mean, obviously, that's a whole different ball of wax. But it's like, how fucking hurt were you? Like, do you, are you going to have back problems the whole rest of your goddamn life? Are you, like, on a ton of pills? Like, I mean, literally, right now, you think I'm cute, so we'll get along for, like, two months. But then on the third, fourth month, eventually, you start showing your ass. You know what I mean? So, like, is he then, like, really, like, depressed because he's in chronic pain all the time? I don't know. Like, there's all these weird things. But I don't want to have to fix anyone. I'm so fucking tired of people and their drama and everything the fuck else. Like, dudes, lock it the fuck up. Put your boundaries in place. Get your fucking life together. And don't look at me to fucking clean up your shit. I don't want to clean up anybody's shit anymore. It's annoying. Because you know why? You don't know. Because you're not out there. But for eight long years of me dating, they all wanted me to be their therapist. They wanted me to be their sounding fucking board and everything. No, I don't. For once in my yeah, fucking life. Yeah, but in a relationship, you're supposed to be their therapist and their No, that's board. different. But I'm talking about like when you start dating somebody and they have no business dating. That's true. Okay, because most of the time, and I swear to fucking God, most of the time they were like, I can, I had like three types of guys that always showed up in my life. And I don't even need to get into that. But I'll tell you what, men who like get out of a relationship, a long-term relationship, or they just, them and their wife, like immediately they're like on dating sites and they want to date people and they literally are a fucking mess, but they don't know how to do it by themselves. Yeah, so they get legit. with somebody else. And they drag you the fuck down and everything else. And then, you know, you're and they're a nice person. Maybe they are a nice person or whatever. But at the end of the day, they they really just want you to heal them. Right. And then they're going to move on to their permanent home or whatever. And right. no fucking thank you. No fucking thank you. I'm 42. I can't deal. So by the time I finally am ready to deal, because I'm not ready to deal yet. You know what I mean? Not for any other reason. I just feel like I need a little more time to myself. You know what I mean? To kind of like get my head right. I don't want to fix anybody else anymore. I'm fucking tired of it. I don't want to fix anybody else. I don't want to deal with their fucking drama. I don't want to deal with the craziness of their I just, I don't want none of it. I really don't. So it's like, and that maybe that means I'll be by myself the rest of my life. Maybe it will. But once I'm with someone though, and I love them, I will do anything for them come higher fucking hell, like higher hell water. I mean, I will. Absolutely. If you get sick, you get cancer, you got whatever, I'm right there. I'm going to take care of you the rest of your fucking life. I will always do that. But I can't deal with somebody who's going to drag me into a relationship and they can't even hold a good job. They can't hold, they can't like keep well, their life together. Well, they should be holding a job. That's what I mean. I mean, also think of that. We're in our 40s. It's not like we're in our 20s. When we're in our 20s, it's a whole different ball of wax. Everybody's still trying to figure it out. In our 30s, half of us are going through our first divorce, right? And not we're still mean. like kind of fucked up or whatever, but a lot of people. But I am mean. 42 years old. Like. I really, I need to have a partner that's going to be equal to me. You know what I mean? And that wants to take care of me too, like emotionally wise, like nothing else. But I would like to have like a good partner that's not going to fucking drag me down. And I'm telling you what, this podcast could go out to every single single, single woman who's like been on the market for a while. They're, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Like I'm not insane or bitter or thinking I'm more than I am and all that kind of stuff. I mean, sometimes it's just a spade's got to be called a fucking spade and I don't want to deal with your shit. And I will not go through that. I'm not going to do that anymore. Fuck that bullshit. And I hope all you single women out there understand and can kind of like empathize with me because it's fucking ridiculous. So anyway, but yeah, so if you want to be a better wifey, you should go deal with this guy and, you know, check out his uh, 
website. I swear to God, I'd really like to kick him in his nuts, though. Yeah, that guy's a dick. If you, too, like to voice your opinion about that guy being a dick, mm-hmm. reach out to us. <laughs> reach out to us at straightfromthenet at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook at Straight From The Net. Um, we are trying to branch out into other outlets. Uh, we're working on that. It's not as easy as it as it sounds, but... We will keep you posted when we... Yeah, things are coming along nicely. Actually, they added us on to Saturday oh, Night yes. WMLD. WMLD um, now plays mm-hmm. us on Saturday nights. I think Between I Between 5 and 7. I think I listened to it at 6 sat- last night. Did you? I did. I listened to it last night. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they replayed the show. So if you miss it on Wednesday or Wednesday nights, they replay them on Saturday now. Yes. Um, because our numbers are really good. Like, We're kicking ass in New York, people. Come on, Delaware. Get yeah, on the they ball. they really like us up there. I'm like, I wonder how they're getting... I guess maybe it's because it's Saturday. They, they're they getting away with the fact that we cuss like sailors and everything. I don't know. I don't know nothing it's was, on the air. Nothing was beeped. Nothing was beeped, I know. Nothing so, was beeped. Anyway, but thank you guys so much for listening. We're actually going to come up shortly with a uh, mini episode for you because there was so much other shit that happened before I went on my tirade that we'll have to do that. So look for that mini episode soon. And uh, take us home, Jamie. Okay, bye.